is Lorena Junco Margain, and I'm so excited for this journey. We decided to launch this podcast to share my story with the hope that you could connect the dots of your life and truly be on your way. Today on On My Way, Lorena and friends talk about the creation of this podcast and how her friends helped save her life after her radical medical journey. Hola, my friends. Hola, mis amigos. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Welcome to On My Way, this new podcast we are launching. Before getting into deep conversations, I would like sharing with you a little bit of who I am and what my journey is. But before that, I really want to set out the roadmap that I followed, and this wouldn't have been possible without my friends. I am from Mexico. And when I moved here to the United States, loneliness was a big topic and I wouldn't know. It must sound silly, but some of you out there might be familiar with my feeling. I was lonely and I didn't know how to approach people. There was a cultural clash and I just had a lot of self-doubt. Just being vulnerable and open to it and through school and different uh, courses, I just ran into people that we connected. And I invite you to listen to this podcast with open ears, open hearts, and see how you, you're built into family, but you can pick your friends. And I think that is a very powerful statement. So I am here with Uni, Lulu, and Elizabeth, and it's an honor. And I do not take for granted that their time they're giving to this is just simply priceless. First of all, I want to tell you how is it that we became friends and we all have some funny stories and different mishaps and then preconceptions and then those were changed and humor in it. So why don't we start, first of all, talking a little bit of of us and maybe just a brief explanation of who you are, where you're from and what brought you here to Austin. Uni, would you like starting? Sure. My name is Uni and I'm from Nicaragua originally. I've lived in the States for 37 years now. Originally, my family moved to the States from Nicaragua when Nicaragua was in a revolution. My father was seeking political asylum in the States. It ended up being, you know, a complete adjustment for all of us. I was seven years old at the time, and it was, you know, like Lorena said, a bit of a culture shock, certainly probably for my parents who, you know, had two young children and had to leave their careers and their lives behind to start a new life in a new country with a new language that they didn't know and new customs, but they adapted beautifully and, and we did too and ended up making a great life here and so fortunate that we had the opportunity to come and be safe and be successful here. And so I've had along the way uh, an opportunity to make some incredible friends, uh, like I like to call it friends that are family. You, you know, that's nothing I take for granted. You have to, uh, it's something that you work at, but that it's a pleasure to work at it and keep feeding these relationships so that we grow together and make some wonderful memories and have some incredible times together. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for accepting this invitation. Please know our friends listening out there, 
we're coming out very, very vulnerable. We are all new at this, but I think it's important to start on conversations on basic things, just simple as making friendships. We assume everybody knows how to, but at least I can say for myself that I've learned. I've learned the good practices, the not so good practices, and I know that I have offended some people and it was never intentional. And then I've had good things that have helped people. So we're here in a safe place sharing with you. Hopefully you will have the ears and heart to listen to any message that can apply to your life. And now let's go to Lulu. And Lulu, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm uh, Lulu, and I'm also from Monterrey, uh, Lorena's hometown. And I've been in Texas for 27 years. And first I lived in Dallas and then here. And I have developed really good friendships, the type of sisterhood type of friendships that you can really count on. I think I I really I really like to develop connections with women. I always had a lack of women around me. I didn't have sisters. I had three brothers. I have two boys who I adore. I I love boys and men, but I need my tribe. I need my sisters. I need to talk with women, and I really crave that connection. And I think I, I've been successful in making some good friendships, but is like Lorena said, it's not always easy. And then you come here and you have an accent, and then <laughs> some people <laughs> might not completely understand what you say at the beginning, and or people might not want to talk to you because you have an accent. You are like things that you don't know. I mean, just just regular things you didn't grow up with. So seems there's like a cur- uh, learning curve. It, it was it's, especially at the beginning it was a big learning curve. So I take my friendships really seriously. Uh, they are my sisters, they are part of my life. I do care I, uh, about all my friends that I love and I don't keep checklist or you know an exchange of a checklist what they have done. To me, I have to do to them. I, I hate that. It's because I want, and I love them, and it's both. It's it's more about the, the deeper relationship you have with them. More about that. It's it's yes. It's a giving back and forth, but it's 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 beyond that for me. Yeah, you tend to do more than the you know usual things and. I think that's why you're so loyal and so special about that. We'll go into that Thank topic a, a little you. bit deeper into the conversation. And we also have Elizabeth here. Could you tell us a little bit about you? Yes, um, I, I'm i actually from Texas. I was born in South Texas, grew up in North Texas, and I've been in Austin for 20 years now. I love this topic. It, there's so much um, value in building friendships and, you know, some people don't know how to do it. You were talking about that. And I think that it's important that, um, at least for me, to constantly work on that. Also, to teach our children how to build friendships and what what comes out of that. So I'm excited to dig in deep. And as Lulu is talking about her accent, if I hear someone with an accent, that makes me want to befriend them. So I think that maybe that felt like a hurdle for you, but... 
that to me would be something that was very charming and I would want to get to know someone that has a different accent than me. So everyone sees those things differently. Yeah, and I have different people like, that like that. you that, that were attracted to me because of my accent, uh-huh. but others were maybe a little bit turned down. Or well, maybe they, it was me that I wasn't understanding the whole conversation and I felt mm-hmm. a little bit out of whatever they were talking about. So I I, I just became silent and I'm usually not silent. Right. <laughs> the people that the, those people are probably not your people if yeah. they if they You're didn't right. like your accent originally. So everyone listening out there, please know that just by listening to this podcast, you will become our friends. We're open, we're vulnerable, and we're here to connect the dots, your dots. And by you listening, you're helping us just through doing this exercise to become better friends. So come join us. We all are on our way. And let's start with the topic of friendship. Friendships can have a major impact on your health and well-being. It's not always easy to build or maintain friends. Understanding the importance of friendships in your life is super important. There are many benefits in having friendships. First of all, which this is close to my heart, it is very good for your health. In a moment, I will talk to you about my health problems, but I do think that that was my lifeline when I was going through severe health problems. They're here to celebrate you in good times, but also during the bad times. They know how to read your mind even when you hide. They know when you that when you hide, it's because you're hurting. And I think the beauty about friendship is that there is this unwritten contract that you will show up whenever you're in need. And in my case, when I moved here, friends were the ones that gave me a sense of belonging, a sense of community. I I didn't know where to start. And it was just by being vulnerable and trying some aiming for the yes. And if I had the no, I, I would understand. And just by having a friend, you know, I would be the little, I would see the light at the end of the tunnel. I had very young kids. So normally you bond at school with mothers and that was not the case for me at the beginning. But as as soon as I started reaching out, I even noticed it reduced my stress. How? I guess it's through laughter or just knowing that many people are going through the same things as you are and that you are not alone. So I encourage you to change and avoid unhealthy lifestyles and friends are very good at that. They will help you follow up in any of your goals. If it's losing weight, if it's um, having time to be introspective and also understanding that not all friends have the same role in your life. Some are good sounding boards. Some are good athletic buddies. Some are good to have a book club with. And some are just like the kill time sort of friend. And just you just feel comfortable sitting down around her and not really having to chat. So we will go deeper into this topic. And I would like if one of you could tell us why do you think it's sometimes hard to make friends or maintain friends? So I would love to talk about this. You know, I think it's different from for everyone. It just building friendships is important to you. How you are raised, if friendships are important, if you were grew up in a family where you had parents that modeled that, you know, some of us don't even know how to do that. For me personally, I know that was really hard at a young age because I was shy. 
I had, you know, it's really hard for me to go and speak to someone new, but I did have someone that really pushed me to do that and knew the value in that. Um, Also, as you're an adult, we have more and more things that we have to take care of. You're managing a household. If you have kids, you're managing a career, maybe aging parents. And so we have less and less time compared to when you're you know, a child or you're in college or in or maybe a young adult. It's really just about you and your friends. So I think that for me, because it is so important, I'm constantly trying to find new ways to work in friendship. So whether that is working out together, in this day and age, there's so many different mediums of how you can keep in touch with someone. It used to just be a phone call. But now there are different apps, um, different ways that you can communicate with people. So it's just, for me, constantly being creative and finding new ways to work those people into my life because it is so important to me and the benefits that come out of that. So, Do you think that being vulnerable is key to making good friendships? I think that is important. I don't think that's always what we start with. Correct. But I think that the someone that you're friends with, if they open up with that, then that maybe gives you permission to do that as well. And then I think that the result of that is really deep relationships and it can go deeper and deeper if you can just kind of show what's behind the curtain. So, you know, and there's all different levels of friendship. There's, you know, some that are just on the surface, just with, you know, your kids' parents' friends. So it's just knowing which ones are going to just be surface friendships and some that are going to go deeper and the ones that you can be more vulnerable with. Totally. And tell me, friends, and everyone listening out there, do you think there's a magic number of how many friends is having a good, healthy number of friends? I would like to hear your posture and that anyone have a comment? I don't think there's a, a specific number. It's very hard to say. And it depends on your personality, your activities. Maybe you like to read at home a lot. And and maybe you are good with two or three friends, just close friends. But maybe you're involving so many activities or if, we, if for example, I'm, I'm into sports. So I have friends that I made at the gyms. I have friends that I met in triathlons. I have friends that I met running and cycling or doing jumping jacks. It's I don't I don't think there's a specific number. I remember when I met you, Lorena, at that trunk show. I think we connected right away. I think we we saw each other's heart. And sometimes that and there's a, there's this little sparkle that you just like that person immediately. Like a and chemistry. Like right? a chemistry. And then you see those little things with other people that you can do, you, that you connect immediately with different people. And, just, and, and you say, I feel comfortable with her. I, f- I feel like I, I can spend time with her talking. And of course, we have done it. Yeah. And it's fascinating. You know, it was through a trunk show. You know, you would never <laughs> imagine that's where you make friends. Any other ideas that you could indulge me with? I I tend to just kind of not know how to get creative about it. I am, you know, through being 12 years here in Austin, now I I know I have my greatest friends. And in this little room, you know, it's all the love I have and I'm surrounded by very good ones. But anyone has any ideas for all our listeners out there how to give them options, ideas on how to how to develop friendships and know that this is a vital part of a healthy lifestyle and 
in which ways we could start or initiate conversations. Do Does anyone have any recommendations? Yes, I feel that in, in just looking at my own life and my own self and looking back, because at my age now, I feel like I'm constantly meeting people, but the friendships that I have, you know, these are many of them are friends that I'm going to have for my lifetime. And looking back at how I developed those friendships, I have to say that I, I no longer work in a professional setting, but I have very good friends that I ma made over the course of my career. And that's an obvious one because think about for those people that do work outside of the home, how much time you spend around those people that you work with. And of course, you're not going to connect at the level of a, of a personal relationship outside of the office with everybody. But that's a great way to um, develop some good friendships. I'm very much a believer of being involved in the community and have spent a lot of time volunteering with various organizations. One of our local hospitals, uh, the Children's Hospital, the uh, Junior League, whatever it may be that uh, you're passionate about. I've made very good friends over the course of, of my life just spending time volunteering with these organizations because uh, there's a common denominator. You're going to meet people that also are believers in dedicating their time and giving of themselves to making the community better in some way, whether that be fundraising or planning events. You know, you find a lot of people that are like-minded. And then the and then the other thing is when you especially if you have children, your children's school, some of the I mean Lorena, that's how you and I met, is our children go to the same school. And I feel like it, it's that place is a wonderful community. Definitely. And many of our friends, our mutual friends have we've met through our kids' school. So those are just, you know, a few places. Um, I've met great friends that are friends of friends. Yes. You know, because if you trust your exactly, friend. Exactly. Yeah. I already have the endorsement of it's a like good a friend. It's like a filter. Exactly. So, you know, if they have something in common, I may have something in common with them too. So, you know, it's you just have to be open to finding these new friendships and, and, and putting mean, in a little effort to them. Do you see any difference in how friendships are in Latin America than in the U.S., or do you think it's a, a similar mm. process? Well, you know, I have to say that in my limited experience, because I haven't lived in Latin America since I was a child, and of course I do visit quite a bit, I feel like Latin Americans in many ways are, way, are more open You know, they're they're just friendly. You you have uh, people that just drop by your house unannounced, and that's a welcome thing. You know, that just happens frequently. It's just they're, it's a they, looser looser structure. I feel right? like it is. People have are not as structured in their daily lives. I feel like, and maybe mm -hmm. I'm. You know, I think it has Lulu, its strengths and, and, and benefits. You might be able to. Speak more on that because you've lived it as more as an adult or in your yes, later years. I, I almost feel like some here many times you have to be doing something like mm -hmm. volunteering right. and being friends. Yes. And we don't care if we're doing nothing. <laughs> right. We're just it's a having very a laid long back attitude. We're just having a long, long 
dinner or lunch. Mm -hmm. And even if we are not going to sleep a lot, but we are having a great conversation, we will make the space for it. Mm -hmm. And yes, next day we might be tired, but it was worth it. So I think sometimes when I see, I, I have American friends that rush to the next things, like, why are you leaving so soon? Like, I want to stay longer, but that's always my feeling. I but, feel like we tend to be more overscheduled yeah. here in the States, living here. Yeah, I mean, and it, it correlates with the effectivity of how the economics work. And I mean, there's a direct relationship on being structured and having a more solid system. But then again, you wish you could have the friend that didn't have to book one month in advance to right. be able to update on a problem that passed a month ago, right? Exactly. But I, I've learned I found those friends here as well. I mean, mm -hmm. we we have been very good at improvising and being flexible. And I think flexibility is key. So listeners out there, even even if you're driving or just at home, lonely, please know that. Many of us have exactly the, the same feelings. Do not feel, feel alone. There are many ways to connect, and you will find some links at the end of this podcast where we can start a community and we can build friendships through that. I want to give closure to this conversation just by saying, you know, okay, we all have a standpoint on friendship and we all come from different walks of life. No one has the same story different ways how we were raised up, different nationalities. And I think that's a good base and a good sample of how, even though we come from different places, friendship is a universal concept. So let's now go in how we can nurture the friendships. So please follow me. We remember we are all on our way and right now we're gonna become even closer friends. Lorena Junco Margain, passionate art collector, devoted wife and mother, is already shaken after fleeing Mexico with her family while pregnant due to concerns for their safety. After arriving in her new home in Austin, Texas, she learns she has a tumor on her adrenal gland. Although not life-threatening, the condition is serious and requires surgery right away. Having long experienced unexplained symptoms of dizziness and lethargy that neither medications nor holistic or Ayurvedic treatments have helped, she embraces the news with tears of relief. With a simple surgery, she can regain her strength and joyful spirit. But fate can be mischievous, and to err is human, even for surgeons. Rather than improve after surgery, her condition worsens. On the way to Casa Lotus is the gripping true story of Hunka Margain's journey coming to terms with the permanent consequences of a surgeon's devastating mistake. Mindful that even good people make errors and that vengeance such as legal action would not mend her broken body or soul, she chooses instead to embark on a quest for peace and healing, beginning by seeking space in her heart to forgive. You can get your copy of On the Way to Casa Lotus on Amazon or at LorenaHuncoMargain.com. I want to really touch on a very important topic, which is important in every aspect of life, which is nourishment. And I think that it's very important to nurture friendships. And there are many different ways. Friendships are always a give and take. 
And, you know, sometimes you're in the receiving end and sometimes you're the one that is giving the support. So I would love you, my dearest friends, thinking about what are ways that we could nurture our friendships and be very conscientious about it on on the way we do it. And hopefully for all you listeners out there, you can also either tap into the link on our podcast and give us any ideas on what to follow up and you will find different articles that you will find interesting. But let's just listen to our friends, their thoughts, and I am sure there will be a wealth of knowledge just with us four here being vulnerable and open. So, Uni, any ideas? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is sounds pretty basic and obvious, but just to be kind. I mean, kindness is towards especially our friends. I mean, anybody, but certainly our friends is the most important thing. For most of us, it should come naturally. So I'd say to just be kind. Let's say it doesn't come naturally. What would be a way of of saying, you know... Do you think you would be maybe bringing flowers or like what would be an act of kindness to kind of because, you know, some people are shy. So I I don't know. I tend to be on the shy side, believe it or not. Right. Well, definitely paying attention to when somebody says something that they like this candy or they like, you know, the tulip is their favorite flower, whatever. And then you show up with that and you know that's it's being attuned oh, to them. Oh, amazing! Yes, that and would, you you feel but, loved, by, right? Yeah. Definitely, and but you know, even it doesn't have to be something material. A compliment. Complimenting something, especially where there's an insecurity. Again, you tune in to what people say. Your friend is saying, and then later compliment something that they maybe are especially insecure about. I would think is is very is a is definitely a way to convey kindness. I think that's so true and having good ears to listen to the person's necessities and what they need at the moment. Yes. Is listening is, is a must for yeah. sure to develop a great friendship. Which that takes us to listening up. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I guess listen up to your friend is it's very important. It's uh, especially at any moment in in a fun moment or a vulnerable difficulties, whatever is going through her life. I think listen up and just saying how are you, how do you feel today, and be empathetic. And I, that's something I I I have a little bit of of empathy and one time therapy. The therapist said, I think you're too empathetic because you suffer everyone's <laughs> suffered. You need to have more compassion and a little a little bit less empathetic. But I think when someone is opening up to you and telling you a story, definitely definitely empathy is it should be there. I totally agree. Also showing them that you can be trusted, right? Yeah. That that you're reliable, that you're dependable, and that you will always, you know, have a commitment and be and towards them and to be very confidential about any yeah. any topics they touch on. Yeah. Keep it privately, whatever information you are sharing at the moment. Which sometimes it it's tempting, you know. Sometimes you have information that you wish to share with a friend that is even closer. And then you're in this dilemma like, oh, my gosh, now I received this information that I don't know if 
I should have received it and yes. you also have to process it. So it's actually a responsibility on how you handle friendships. Yes, and I have a funny story even with my husband. If I'm saying it's like, well, this is happening to my friend or this and that, but he doesn't know the whole story and he will say... No, but maybe she should do this. I'm not even going to tell you why, but not. I don't agree. You know, so I don't, like, I don't even share whatever view or information I have with him because I really, I really cherish um, information or, or just feelings that people mm-hmm. have shared with me. So I, 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 they are sacred for me. Yeah, that's beautiful. And also, how how do you think you can show that you can be trusted or making yourself available? Any thoughts on that? I was just going to add, I think that um, when friendship is important to you and you see someone crying out for help or they need you, you will move everything to be there for that friend. So just showing up, showing them that you see them and you you know, that you want to be there to support them. It's, it, you know, kind of talking about be kind, it seems simple, but I think that's that's really important. Yes. And what are your thoughts? For example, I have a lot of so- social anxiety. It's pretty amazing because I don't show it. Yeah, you don't. I yeah. don't. Um, but like this little room with four people is my happy place. <laughs> but if I throw an event, I'm like, I don't sleep well the the night before. I have a panic attack. I don't even know what I'm going to wear. It needs to be very last minute. It's like I'm pushing till I'm at the edge of the precipice. And then, you know, okay, I'll put on this, this, this. And it's totally nerve-wracking. And I've put some thought, what is it that nerves nerves me? Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? I think it is judgment. I tend to be very hard on myself. I think that you have all helped me see my strengths instead of my weaknesses. And for that, I value a lot. You know, Elizabeth, you're like, that's not how I perceive you. I mean, you're an inspiration. And with an open heart, I say I have never seen myself that way. And I know that for you is very evident. But whenever you have insecurities, you don't see that. I just turned 40 and all the flowers I received, literally, I felt the love. I was so worried that I wasn't going to throw a party, so I was going to be alone in my 40th. And it's these little dumb things, but they nag you. They're in the back of your mind, and I'm like... And a lot of people have those same thoughts, too. You're not alone. You think so? Yes, yes. yes. Agreed. And I think that the fact that you... We talk about vulnerability so much, but the fact that you're putting it out there... I think that's huge and surrounding yourself with people to say, no, that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. There's tons of people that love you and we see things differently and that, yeah, it's. So th- that's like a big lesson for me to be vocal about everything. So Lulu has taught me beautiful things. For example, now that I turned 40th, um, I know she put a lot of time in planning a party with some Mexican friends. She gave grace to many. She, I was like, Lulu, could you please tell me who are the ones that did it? Because I want to thank you personally. And she's like, she just takes it for the team. She's like, all of them did it. You know, they all put a lot of love, effort. And I know they did, but I always know there's someone, you know, kind of moviendo el pandero. How would you say? Like, they're moving things around moving. a little bit more or questioning mm-hmm. a little bit more. 
and I think it feels like so good. Even you, you knew like you knew you were listening. You were aware that I wanted a bangle, so you made it happen. You went out of your way. You called X amount of friends so we could have the the number that you were targeting, and that 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 speaks to me a lot because you know time is valuable and you know that it was important to me to feel loved especially well, this year definitely so, and i think you underestimate like elizabeth said how people feel about you because really i i came by to see you on your 40th birthday and i was overwhelmed at i'd never seen anything like it and that's a big testament to you and And you need to always keep that in mind, and I know that's difficult. But, you know, as as your friend and knowing that how, how you feel about yourself sometimes, it's my job as a friend and our job as your friends to remind you that how loved you are. You know, it doesn't have to be on your 40th birthday and the things and understand the things that feed your soul. And something else that I, I think is that The human, are, it's really our call is to service. It's not that we are service, a friendship, but when you do things for love or because you love your friend, it's, it's kind of doing a service coming from love that you're showing and honoring that relationship. And you just give your time and and whatever you want to give at the moment. And and let's be honest, maybe it's just me or any of you listeners. I would love getting to know your thoughts on this. Have you ever said, I cannot just branch out anymore because I will not be able to honor the friendship? Like, or you're always looking for more friends? In my view, I'm not looking for more. But if they come to, if they are there and I connect, I'm open. I, I'm not saying I don't need more friends. So no. you're not like, this is, this is an upkeeping thing, you know, that I need to... Uh, no. No. Not for me. I don't know if for the others is different. Are you saying that people don't have time or space to branch out for more friends? Correct. Yeah, I'm the same as Lulu. I feel like I feel very fulfilled with the friends that I have because I've worked on them since childhood. But if the opportunity presents itself for someone new and that we can nurture each other's, you know, I'm always open to that. Mm -hmm. And how do you take comments like, you've been missing or hi, stranger? Yeah, I it does weigh heavy on my heart because I value friendships. And I do feel that way. There, There's a lot of people that, you know, I would like to go have lunch with and I haven't been able to do that. But even just a simple of acknowledgement of I've really missed you, I think can go a long way. It's that I still see you. You're still important to me. We're going to make it happen. So that's what I do. And talking about being uncomfortable uh, with like, hi, stranger, you know, we're in a world where a lot of stuff is done on social media. So now that I'm a beginner in social media, not only as a tool to get to see what my friends and family are doing in Mexico or elsewhere. Now I'm branching out in this business with with a book that I just launched on the way to Casa Lotus. And I know some of you, for example, Lulu and Elizabeth, you've had been entrepreneurs on social media. Can you tell me a bit about 
the pros and cons? And did you have any pushback from friendships, good or bad experiences? And do you think that's right or not? Well, my uh, when I started our social media account and our blog with my friend, I think I'm one of those people that I don't overthink things. I just go for it at the moment. Right at the moment, if, if it feels like a good idea, I just go for it. Like when you asked me to do this, I just went for it. I didn't overanalyze it. And and uh, maybe later I, 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 I say, I, maybe I mispronounced, you know, this. So this happened to me. Uh, I get out there, put my face out there. I put myself out there being vulnerable. So I started to get. People reacted in different ways. Some of them were supportive. Some of them were not. Some people were very surprised to see us in a different way or angle or it's just a different view or where they the idea of you for that, you know, they have of you. The idea they they have of your type of person who or who you are. So Could you're, you be a little bit more specific, for example? I know you had a fashion... Uh, yeah, it was a fashion blog. It was a fashion blog, and I, sure I was personal, you know, I was part of the problem. And, uh, you know, we were very judgmental towards you and why you were doing this at this age when there are younger girls doing it. And, and I mean, now... After that, I say like, whoa, that's not being a good friend. But I think we had to go through that. Yes. Well, we saw we saw there was a niche uh, for that age, for 40s and older 50s, that uh, that I think older women were getting into Instagram and blogs and were getting more interested. And and we saw we were kind of one of the first ones out there. And in our perspective or the things that we saw, I we saw potential in this. But yes, all the all the comments and criticism uh, got to us for sure. Even a friend of mine told me, you look so sad in that picture. And I said, well, I just got really bad comments and they got to me. And it's really hard to put your face out there and show happiness when you just you know, got this comment that hurt me. But I I turned it, turn it around and made this into an experience where I learned mm -hmm. about myself. I already did it. I already put myself out there, my image, my face, with all my defects that I started to see when I saw in every picture, I started to see a new different thing. So I already did it, and that was brave of me. I'm proud of that. And and after and the aftermath of all this is that I just held to the learning curve of that experience. Even some other friends said this and that is saying these things about you. Even now, since I didn't hear them from there, from from those people dire directly. I'm just going to keep the good stuff. I'm just, if this person in front of me is being nice to me right now, I'm just going to keep that. And I admire me. that, that you truly know the concept of nothing is personal. 
you know, it's their limitations is that and judging them. It's yeah, it, it's what it means to them to be on social media. And um, Elizabeth, I know yeah. you also have a little bit of experience on that. What is it? Good, bad? Well, I'm I'm listening to every your, everything you're saying. It's just it hurts my heart to hear that because I know that that happens a lot. I have had I have had some negative comments, but not a whole lot. I actually have made friends through social media, and I I know that that happens too. And it would be truly that I've never met these people in person, and just from them starting to make comments and then send me DMs and uh, develop a relationship through that. So. I'm like you, Lulu. I like to focus on the positive side, but I do understand that the reality is a lot of people have had a similar experience to you. And it's knowing how to filter that and what you're going to let go through to you at your core and who you are and affect that and, you know, setting those boundaries. So yeah, it's, it's so tricky. For everyone out there that is doing the same posting on social media, it's important that you know that um, the consumer has nothing to do with you. They're just judging their own perspective on it. And I think that's a healthy mindset, right? It's just saying, well, if, if it's important to her, let her be, right? Exactly. And we're here to support each other. So that was a big lesson I learned through both of you. And um, I've had a little bit of a, a knack with some friends telling me like, what, now you want to be a superstar? And I remember s thinking, you know, like silently, like, no, actually that's not my intention. No. That's their intention. Yeah. Because my intention is totally to promote forgiveness and, and I'm setting the foundation for bigger things and building a community. It has nothing to do with what they're projecting. You're so. just a vehicle for this message. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. And your thoughts are your thoughts so whatever they are thinking of you that those are theirs I, i've never your, understood your negativity and why people feel like they have to share that in a public forum i'm Insecurity. i don't know what they gain from it perhaps uh for me i i feel like social media i don't know that it has helped me make friends but i feel like it helps me maintain friendships and supports friendships because it might be people that I don't see day to day or, or very frequently, but it helped. It's kind of a way to stay connected with those folks from my past or, or, um, you know, it's so nice when I don't spend a ton of time on it, but I'll scroll through and I love seeing, feeling like I get updates on their lives And then every now and then I comment and then it's so fun to get a comment back like, oh, my gosh, it's great to hear from you. You know, it literally it triggers emotions yes, and happiness it really and does. happy and I'm hormones. like, oh, they remember me. You know, I mean, it really might be somebody that I don't ever talk to, but I do feel more connected than if I didn't have that outlet. Yes. It's because y'all took the time to actually comment. Yes. You feel like exactly. you see each other. Or even just like, I mean, I I don't under, I, I know it's such a problem, especially with young kids to have a lot of likes, but I, you know, I can kind of see <laughs> because you have somebody, for me, it's not the number, it's the people that, oh my gosh, so-and-so liked my picture and I haven't seen them in 15 years. It's just kind of a fun validation of, wow, we still have a connection. It's fun that this person now got this little glimpse of my life or me, of their theirs. 
Um, yeah, I, I, do I get think a little boost, a, but it, I also it's a powerful tool. It is, and I also get a you know I do cherish my my very close friendships, but I also like to have friends in you know lots of different my career, my childhood, my family friends, my daughter's school friends. It's fun to have a broad net, I guess, of friendships and. And just I, I it, you know, I, I feel like I get a lot of benefit out of that. And I think there there should be a lot of responsibility on the content you post. You oh, know, definitely. Um, to not misuse content. And for everyone listening to this podcast, I think it's a good reflection to see if you're being responsible in how you post it on, you know, are you bringing awareness to topics that are important to you? Are you purpose driven or is it just by sharing your day to day But let it not be a, a, a coincidence. Let it be something that is mindful, that is curated, that tells a story of who you are and represents you. And we would love if you want to follow um, Lorena Junco Margain on social media. And I'll post um, Eunice and Lulu's and Elizabeth's stories as well. So we can all build community, share what has helped us or not. And believe it or not, the world is seven degrees apart. And we might be able to do a big network of love, of friendship and of raising each other up. working on our friendship strategies and believe it or not we were not born with those so yes I'm 40 and I'm still learning how to be a good friend so I was shy at the beginning but I told my dearest friends Uni, Lulu and Elizabeth that I really wanted to go in depth on on the true meaning of friendship and what is what are the good practices for it and also what are the misconceptions of it. So I had a lot of fixed ideas on it and I thought that you grow up with a certain group and they're your friends for a lifetime. And now I've learned that you ha you can have friends from every walk of life and they don't apply to every single activity. You have some where you can call, uh, talk about intimacy others where you can go exercising. So I want to go deeper into that. Somehow society, we have a lot of emphasis on romantic relationships and not on friendships. So this is a thing that has appealed to me because since I went through my health journey, I just wouldn't have made it without you, my friends. And I want to talk about benefits you know, on how they have a huge health impact and on your mental health and your happiness and your well-being. They relieve stress and everyone listening out there, hang on, uh, we, we will give you tools where I know that you will apply to your friends. We all need friends. They are vital. They literally make you have happy hormones in your body and And we see a lot of positive effects. So any one of you, maybe uni, let's start with you. Do you see any benefits of friendships that have affected your life? Definitely. I I feel like it instantly lifts my mood and just makes me feel happy. I can be having a ho-hum day or just going about my daily routine and then 
I get to spend time with a friend. I mean, I can immediately think about our two-hour coffee I love visits. <laughs> Maybe three or four and hours. It, 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 yes, sometimes, for sure. <laughs> that's happened. Uh, it, and it immediately lifts my mood. Absolutely. I, with no with no hesitation. Even, you know, and, and certainly there's been times when, you know, maybe I've gone to see a friend and they may not be in the best of moods, but some time together lifts their mood. And then that has an effect on me and it makes me feel so happy. So being able to help them helps me as well, which I can really appreciate and 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 cherish. The other thing is that without the support and the help and and the time spent with friends, I don't think I think there are many goals that I probably wouldn't be able to to achieve without their encouragement and their support and their doing it with me sometimes. Um, you know, it's kind of a there's everybody knows the term a partner in crime, you know, and that's probably where it came from <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> is when you enlist the help of friends to, you know, help you achieve something that is typically hard, you know, hard for you to do on your own. And so that those are two definite benefits that I can think of that An interesting that I get out thing of a friendship. Is that when a friend tells you versus maybe a husband, it totally comes from a different Absolutely. place. Like if you tell me, Lore, you're starting to gain some weight. I would be like, oh, no, let's get going. What are we going to do about it? Exactly. You know, there's a beauty about friendship where the, the non-judgment comes. Right. And when you want to be perfect towards someone like your husband or you want to be the ver best version, right? Absolutely. There's like, why don't you love me how exactly. I am? Exactly. You know, <laughs> right. which is not true. And logically, you know, yeah. it's not true. But the emotions just get in your way. And I think that with friends, you can be like super blunt and... You made me feel bad. Are you saying I'm fat? And then you just like start laughing about it. Right. So Well, and then you can just say, well, you know, I've been trying to lose some weight, too. Why don't we start going on morning walks? Whatever it could be. And then is. that morning walk turns into a beautiful conversation. And I got to know more of your family and you got to know more of my family. So it is truly very enriching. Just That's to absolutely be, right. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, especially for me. It helps my stress and depression. I mean, it's not that I'm depressed, but I, if if a week pass without seeing friends, I well, I I don't think I ever had a a week pass without seeing friends. I always have to see someone, talk to a woman. As I said, I I crave sisterhood to have sisters around and and women around me. So. I am always looking for a talk, a lunch, coffee, or whatever. It really boosts my immune system, my mood, everything. And I think it's also very important to think uh, if you're isolated, you're, you, your objectivity changes. I think friends can help you. As a perspective, as do you mean? change perspectives mm -hmm. and see things in 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 a different way. Sometimes I worry, for example, about men being a little more isolated, and and us be us women being more open about talking 
about our things and and what's what's going on in our lives, even if it's just a little thing in in the family, I think that's something that for me it's crucial. And and also when when you're going through tough times, you need a friend there just to say how are you, how you know, how are you feeling today? I think that that's I mean, they don't have to do anything specific for you, but just checking in. I think it's is is very special and it's just it's just it, it's a it, it's a good feeling inside just that someone is yeah. thinking of and you. And that they're following up on you, yes. right? And yes. one thing we haven't even talked about is COVID and friendships. I mean, we're all supposed to be maintain our distance and 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 keep to ourselves and at first, you know, it's probably loosened a little bit, but stay, you know, at home as much as you can and 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 how that can affect, you know, your levels of depression. I mean, I feel like it's probably impacted many of us probably more than we realize. And I think we won't understand the effect till some months Definitely. to come. I agree. I uh, totally so agree. That, yes, and that. then also you have the element, you know, we're aging. Yeah, I think that in your 20s and 30s, your friendships, there, there's lots of fun things. It's, you know, everyone's getting married, having babies. But as you hit your 40s and your 50s and 60s, it's people are having a lot more health issues. There's cancer. There's, you know, divorces um, and then retirement, death of family. And so just, um, you know, being there to support those people. And if you're going through that, you don't want to feel isolated and alone. And so I think that's important to really just show up and show these people that you you love them. It's um you know, knowing that you have people there to support you through these tough times, but they're really hard and they're not the fun ones that we used to go through in the 20s and 30s. So I know. And we'll go deeper on those tough conversations. Everyone who is listening to us, we will start questioning what are the best approaches when you have a friend who is sick or one of their family members is sick. You know, there are uncomfortable questions. Even when someone passes away, you even I don't even know how to what to say at the funeral, at the service. It it's just became a taboo on how to approach hard topics. And I think it would be really interesting if we can dig deep and maybe have some brainstorm on some good practices that we could do in friendship and maybe just say, hey, I don't know what to say, you know, but I'm here for you. I want to conclude right now just with some thoughts that I've had, that I've learned here since I moved. It's like a clean slate. So no one knows my past. I could have been the wicked witch and no one knew, you know. And it's been so beautiful that I made friends because of who I am based on on those interactions. They don't know my family, the history. They, they have nothing. And same, it goes both ways. And I think that's a beautiful thing to do. So I think it's important to give a chance to everyone everyone in everyone you can find a good friend and also you need to be wise about you know if this is a friend that will add there's a there's a saying a filter you know it's like am i myself around this person and when your answer is yes i think you've you've just hit the jackpot thank you for listening to these thoughts thank you my friends thank you for being vulnerable and open and for everyone out there i would love listening to your thoughts Please know that I will honor you, your time, your open ears and open heart. 
please feel free to email me at lorena at lorenajuncomargain.com. Lorena, it's spelled L-O-R-E-N-A at L-O-R-E-N-A-J-U-N-C-O-M-A-R-G-A-I-N dot com. Yes, it's a complicated last name, but you'll get the hang of it. I will follow up. I will share resources. And thank you for hanging in here with us. Your time is so valuable. On My Way is a beautiful journey that we will explore. And we have many more episodes to come. <music>